Hey there, thanks for coming. Before we get started, just a few reminders. You can sign up for text alerts from me, Big Mama. You'll get insider text before anyone else with invitations to be a guest on the podcast. New episode releases, secret merch drops. Just text the word JOIN to 332-244-6262. Remember, you have to be at least 13 years old to join the text list. Have you already left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? No? What are you waiting for? Five-star reviews, especially with a comment, help the podcast to be found by other people. So do it now. Like, right now. Okay? Now. Hey, we're on the search for podcast guests. If you're a student, seventh grade or higher, who has ever seen, I don't know, some sus, moist behavior on Roblox or Discord, because, hey, who hasn't? Let us know. If we use your story in an episode, you'll get some merch. And don't worry, we'll never, ever, ever, ever use your real name or any other detail which might reveal your identity, because we're not idiots. You can either leave a voicemail at 332-244-6262 or email a voice memo to guests at bigmamashousepodcast.com. Thanks. This episode of Big Mama's House Podcast has been brought to you ad-free by our fans. If you would like to learn more about supporting this podcast and this topic, visit www.patreon.com forward slash Big Mama's House. Hi there. Welcome to the pilot, first ever inaugural episode of Big Mama's House Podcast. My real name is Jesse Weinberger, and I'm an internet safety speaker and author. I travel all over the U.S. presenting to students, parents, law enforcement, and organizations. And while my entire life goal is to educate audiences about digital risks and internet safety, mostly I'm just trying to help parents stay sane in this often maddening, always-on digital world. Most parents feel overwhelmed when it comes to dealing with digital risks and setting limits. You're not wrong in feeling overwhelmed. It is overwhelming. And I feel that too. It can feel like there's always some new cootie that we didn't know about, but we should have. Some new moist guy in a basement somewhere that we weren't aware of, but should have been aware of. Let me just stop here for a second and say that you need to give yourself a break. You'll hear me say a thousand times, parenting is hard. Be kind to yourself. Just the fact that you're here means that you're trying. And there are days, and will continue to be days, when you feel like smashing your daughter's phone with a hammer, or you're just itching to shove your son's gaming controller into the blender and whip up an anger smoothie. By the way, all awesome ideas. That's how we ended up here, with me talking and you listening. I've created this podcast and the associated Patreon channel in order to achieve two goals. One, to share internet safety content and resources with a much larger audience. And two, to create a place where parents can go, which is just for us. Big Mama's house lives outside the world of social media. Without the nauseating selfies and incessant drivel, which is equal parts thumb-sucking and brain-numbing. Oh, and by the way, parents, nobody cares what you had for dinner. And I'm sorry if that hurts any—actually, I'm not sorry. How about you pay attention to the person you're eating dinner with and put your phone down? In the interest of managing expectations, here's what I believe to be true, in case you didn't get the hint from the moist guy reference and the fact that I hate selfies. 
I believe that as parents, it's better to focus on prevention than repair. My favorite quote is, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Frederick Douglass said that in the mid-1800s. And yes, obviously, no digital prevention plan is perfect. But just changing our mindset will help frame the plan with a proactive focus. I believe that kids under ninth grade, so around 13, 14 years old, do not need a phone. Kids don't need phones. A few years ago, I presented at a school in the western part of the U.S. where 78% of the second graders own smartphones. This is bananas. Smartphones provide the keys to the kingdom, and then how are we surprised when things go wrong? I believe that in terms of digital restrictions, we're in control of what happens in our own homes. We're not unwilling victims in a changing digital landscape, at least not in your own house. I may not be able to control what happens at my in-law's house or at my cousin's house where those kids, you know, do whatever the hell they want. But I absolutely have control over what I'm willing to allow in my own house. Your rules are your rules. And anyone who enters your house needs to follow them, period. Best case scenario, you get less visitors. On the flip side, I believe that it's really hard to be a kid right now. This generation has way, way, way more pressure than any generation in history. More academic pressure, more social pressure, more athletic, a.k.a. what are you good at pressure. I see this every time I go to present to students at a school. I also believe that kids have important stuff to say to us. First of all, they're sick of the parental hypocrisy. You tell your kids no phones at the dinner table, but somehow dad has his because he's, quote, emailing work, which everyone at home knows that, quote, means sports center. You're not fooling anybody. And if I could just add one tip from every kid I've ever met, especially the gamers, and I want you to know this. Mom, you cannot pause a live game. If your kid is sitting playing a live game with other live people, they can't pause it any more than you can hit pause on any other real event in life. Live games are happening live. They can't be paused. Stop asking. It's annoying. I believe that kids see what we do. If they see mom taking selfies, and let me just take a moment to say from my heart to your ears, because I'm the only friend you've got who's going to tell you the truth. If you're over 40 years old and taking selfies and you have to hold the phone near the ceiling, you need to stop. Over 40 selfies are not cute. They're sad. And the next time you feel the urge, go ahead and punch yourself in the face several times till the feeling passes. Sorry. Back to what I believe. I believe that kids see what we do. So if while you're on vacation, you're posting photos of your vacation then what you're really saying is that what other people think about your vacation is more important than the people you're with. And I know kids don't imitate any of the good stuff we do. I get that. Neither one of mine have ever cleaned the hell out of a toilet because they've seen me do it a thousand times, but that's not really the point. The point of this podcast is to bring you the truth and facts. I'll share my stories with you, the children who asked me for help with their porn addiction. Yes, and they're as young as eight years old. Middle school, in the midst of a sexting scandal the parents who sought out help from law enforcement to protect their children from online predators. Wherever possible, I'll try to interview the actual people involved in those stories. I'll always offer you additional resources and cite all of my sources so you can extend your education further than the bounds of even that just one episode. If you're a reader, buckle up because your to-be red pile is going to get way higher. 
Well, I have two last important things before we get to the real episodes. Thing one, as I mentioned, I'm going to be doing loads of interviews with detectives, children, parents, school administrators, teachers regarding the digital challenges that they've worked through or are still trying to work through. You'll find that in all of these interviews, I will never mention these individuals' names or cities. We're going to give each guest an alias in order to conduct the interviews. The goal in having these individuals on the show is to give them each a forum in which they can speak freely and without fear of online retribution. This concern extends even to the communities and family members connected to sexual predators. First of all, it's unfair to re-victimize victims by mentioning sexual predators by name, and it brings undue attention to the family members and the community where that predator lived who played no part in their crime. There's one exception to this intentional anonymity. My intention is to invite representatives from tech companies, social media platforms, Facebook, Google, etc. to explain why things are as they are. I have a sneaking suspicion they're not going to want to be on the show and want to be questioned by me. But hey, look, I'm always open to being proven wrong, so we'll see what happens. Thing two, I hate listening to advertising even more than I hate reality television, and that's a high bar. My husband won't watch regular television with me because I can't endure the ads without constant commentary. The pharmaceutical ads are the worst. A woman skipping through the park over a snappy jingle, while they just happen to mention that a potential side effect of the medication is killing you by triggering the very condition it's meant to save you from. Asthma drug? Side effects include fatal asthma attack. Allergy drug? Side effects could include a hive of bees exiting your rectum and stinging you to death. Rectum bees. It's a thing. It's not really a thing. I just made that up. Do you ever feel like a crazy person? Like when you're watching ads, you ever feel like you're the one that's nuts? You're not! There's an actual ad on television currently from a law firm looking for any victims of a particular type 2 diabetes drug, which can cause, wait for it, Genital gangrene. That's not a joke. I did not just make that up. The drug meant to help you control your diabetes might just make your junk shrivel up and fall off. That's a thing. Okay, so I hate ads, but why am I talking about ads? Because when you create a podcast, it takes an incredible amount of time from the writing to the technical side to the promotion, etc. So in order to cover all that time and effort spent, most podcasts are monetized. That means how they're making money by serving up ads during the episode. And that's okay for other podcasts. If that's what they want to do, that's fine. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying that I'd rather gouge my eyes out with a fork than start hawking some stupid product to my own fan base. It's gross and I'm not doing it. So instead, I've launched a Patreon channel to support my podcast effort. Patreon's a platform that makes it easier for creators like me to share their work with their fans. So just to be clear, if you're listening to this podcast on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, you're still going to be able to do that. At any given time, the current eight episodes will be available publicly. However, only fans, only Big Mama's House fans, will have access to the entire back catalog of episodes, as well as bonus fan-only episodes and participation in a live 24-7 community where you can ask questions, engage in discussion with me and other fans. Uh, fans will also have access to free downloadable resources, free ebooks, free signed copies of my book, app reviews, book reviews, free merch like t-shirts and stickers, etc. Your support means that I can spend most of my time creating more educational materials and resources, which is really what I need to be spending my time doing. 
So those are our options, people. A private fan club starting at just 2 bucks a month or ads for genital gangrene lawsuits. I mean, choose your poison. You can check out the fan club tiers at patreon.com forward slash big mama's house. I've put a link in the liner notes. And by the way, even non-fans are going to have access at that site to a massive pile of free stuff I've put up there for public people who come there who are not fans. So even if you're not a fan, go to patreon.com forward slash big mama's house and go often because there's always going to be new stuff put up there just for the public. Um, There's videos, there's written pieces, so go over there often. Well, I hope that you've gotten a sense of what's coming in the podcast, and I hope you'll stick around and maybe even join the fan club. Remember, parenting is hard. Be kind to yourself. Thanks for listening. This has been a Big Mama's House production, hosted by Jesse Weinberger. The outro music was written and mastered by Caleb Weinberger.